0: Good evening, and welcome to Dan Bain's Sleepy Time Mumbles, my podcast you can miss. I'm Dan Bain, and every episode I improvise a low stakes podcast for you to fall asleep to. The observant among you may have noticed that this week's episode has released a little earlier than usual. That's because I wanted to make sure that you'd have the opportunity to listen to a Christmas-themed episode build-up to Christmas, rather than in the messy aftermath. This is a re-release, a recurring dream, if you will, of all-time favourite episode, Christmas Lies from New Zealand. Here's some listener feedback from Instagram about this exact episode from nearly a year ago. Britta's Valenzuela says, "I didn't fall asleep fast enough, and actually ended up listening to this episode. Facepalm emoji." I was up giggling about Christmas sweats. Laughing face emoji. Thank you Britters, for that feedback and uh, I hope you all are either able to fall asleep quickly or if not like Britters are able to stay a little bit awake and have a small Christmas giggle about Christmas sweats. We'll be back to our normal release schedule next next week I guess. Yeah. Why not ever onward, friends, ever onward? If you'd like to join Britas in commenting on a particular episode, you can do that on Instagram, where uh, the show is Sleepy Time Mumbles. Or you could rate and review it wherever you found it. That's cool, too. Merry Christmas, everyone. Enjoy your holidays however you spend them. Bear in mind that a big chunk of it, and a big treat of it, is being asleep. But for now, put down your phone, turn off your screens, close your eyes. Now it's time to be mumbled to sleep. This is a Christmas episode as so many of my listeners approximately 70 percent of them are based in the united states of america or canada i thought this episode i would take some time to let you know about some of the ways Christmas is celebrated in the distant and wonderfully exotic country of New Zealand. A.K.A. Aotearoa, the land of the long white cloud. For those of my listeners based in New Zealand, you will of course recognize all of these traditions as being total and complete lies or are they the first uniquely New Zealand tradition that the outside may not be aware of is that of Christmas sweats. It's important to remember that Christmas in New Zealand is celebrated in summer and the weather traditionally is very warm in the 12 days building up to Christmas the majority of New Zealanders will partake in Christmas sweats where they will wear as many layers of clothing as possible, in order to pay homage to the Northern Hemisphere tradition of Christmas, dressing in heavy coats and woolen jerseys, double layers of pants and heavy winter boots with thick woolen socks. woolly hats with ear flaps and balaclavas and homemade knitted scarves and mittens and gloves and skis they'll walk around with ice cleats on the bottom of their shoes to pay homage to the North. Of course, due to the sometimes sweltering heat, this will cause the New Zealanders to suffer from Christmas sweats. But then, of course, imagine their delight and their relief when on Christmas day Christmas sweats ends and they are able to dress in more appropriate summer attire How's your Christmas sweats going is the popular call from New Zealander to New Zealander as they walk across the marshes of New Zealand How's your Christmas sweats? and the traditional response Sweaty as bro Sweaty as It is well known that in many christmas traditions a star or an angel is placed on top of a christmas tree usually a fir tree or pine tree it's piney needles To symbolise The Guiding light Leading us to Baby Jesus Not so in New Zealand In New Zealand atop every Christmas tree By pain of death from left-wing government death squad. One must have a Christmas jandal. What is a Christmas jandal? Well, in some countries they are known as thongs. In others, flip-flop. They are a variation on a sandal, but only with the toe holding part, jandals. Apparently a portmanteau word of Japanese sandals. But I'm not entirely sure about the etymology of that. The Christmas Jandal must be proudly mounted atop the Christmas tree, symbolising not burning your feet on hot asphalt, or indeed hot sands. I am a bad New Zealander as I have lost one of my jandals. I do not know where it is, but fortunately I still have one remaining that each year I can place atop the Christmas tree and ward off the government death squads the rumours about them persist of doors kicked in and accusations of not being New Zealand enough searches of fridges for what is tomato sauce and should they fail to turn that up or some pineapple lumps bro there is a good chance you will end up in front of the Christmas tribunal The current statistics for deaths ordered by the Christmas tribunal is zero. But the threat still remains. Every Christmas day, the Prime Minister of New Zealand Currently, as of the time of recording, the Right Honourable Jacinda Ardern, popular Prime Minister globally, the Prime Minister must pull an address out of a hat and spend Christmas morning there, it's called the Prime Minister's Christmas and it has been in law for 50 years. Each New Zealander has to purchase an extra present to have under the tree just in case the Prime Minister should come a-calling. There is however a five dollar limit on the Prime Minister's gift so as to not unduly affect the nation if you are drawn to be the recipient of the Prime Minister's Christmas the Prime Minister will bring around two bottles of Lindau and a 12-pack of a beer of their choice so kind of depends who the Prime Minister is, as to what kind of beer you're getting. I wouldn't be surprised if Jacinda is a, probably some sort of craft beer. Like a hazy IPA, or something that feels like Wellington. They also have to bring around a box of Cadbury favourites for each member of the visiting household irrespective of how many other boxes of Cadbury favourites they have received. It is the Prime Minister's duty to gather up all of the Turkish delights from the Cadbury Favourites box and eat them themselves in front of everyone while the family chants Christmas delight, Christmas delight you have to eat them or there'll be a fight Many people will recall the 2010 scandal of Prime Minister John Key who brought around some Steinlagers refusing to eat more than two of the Turkish delights saying these are yuck and I don't want to eat any more of them (sighs) then the chant stopped and as Key himself refused to participate in the mandatory fight two seven-year-old girls were made to fight and that's on him that's on him, all cultures around the world will, on feast days, be they festive or otherwise, celebrate with certain specific foods, and the New Zealand Christmas traditions, are no exception. Every morning in every household across the nation on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day and Boxing Day the day after Christmas The Christmas soup will be heated up in the Christmas cauldron. Each household has a Christmas cauldron that comes out once a year. It is large enough to do one bowl of soup for every member of the household over Three days, so if there are four people in your household, the cauldron will hell hold. Thirteen bowls of soup, as one must always prepare, an extra bowl of soup for Christmas Day, in case the Prime Minister arrives. The Christmas soup is cheesy in the manner of a French onion soup perhaps to celebrate the country's dairy industry cheesy and fishy to celebrate the kai moana or food of the sea which as an island nation we have quite a bit of Mm. three days of Christmas cheesy fish that's my Christmas That's New Zealand's Christmas. As the day progresses, meals are allowed to diversify into one of three categories. Category one, traditional Northern Hemisphere. In option one, the group will defy the weather and eat the types of food that one uses in the depths of winter to warm oneself up. Ham, roasts, heavy puddings trifles, brandies, et cetera. Option one, traditional, Christmas, Northern Hemisphere style. Option two, Antipodean barbecue, a lighter, Outdoor fare more suited to the weather. An assortment of barbecued meats and fishes, grilled vegetables, and salads aplenty served in an outdoor context, perhaps under a sun sail. Option three, KFC. As KFC is open on Christmas Day, it has somehow become a Christmas tradition for those who cannot be bothered with making all the other nonsense. As you can probably tell a lot of the specifics of the New Zealand Christmas is based around the presumption of pleasant weather. However, should the weather it in and it be rainy, overcast, drizzling, stormy, snowy, too blimmin windy, or just generally unpleasant and by unpleasant I mean any conditions other than a nice sunny day A national state of emergency will be announced and the military will deploy to the streets of major cities in order to curtail potential rioting and looting. Few will forget the tragedies of Christmas 1987 when it was very windy and then started raining at 10 in the morning and didn't stop, may they rest in peace. That is the dark side of what is otherwise an idiosyncratic and wonderful time of the year. If you aren't based in New Zealand, why not this year try out some of these kooky and endearing traditions? in your own festive celebrations but however you choose to celebrate or if you just actually don't and who cares i hope you enjoy yourself happy holidays take care of yourself Give someone you love a cuddle If it's social distance appropriate That was A Recurring Dream Christmas Lies from New Zealand Sleepy Time Mumbles is produced by Noost Octopus and hosted and created by me, Dan Bain. Links to interesting, exciting, and supportive things for the show are, of course, in the show notes. I'll see you next time. Until then...